0: Miller and Condon. Ken Miller. Oh, mama! Trent Condon. Four. This is Miller and Condon on Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3 KXNO.
1: Hi, right, good morning everybody. Welcome to Miller and Condon on a football Friday. Des Moines Sports Station 106.3 KXNO. Trent Condon, Ken Miller. For the next couple of hours, talking a whole lot of football with you uh, as we take you right up until 1 o'clock. BMW of Des Moines guest list shapes up like this. We will speak with uh, Chris Williams in the first hour of the program, Cyclone Fanatic and Iowa Everywhere. We will uh, pick his brain on the first couple of uh, games this week for TJ Otzelberger's squad. A couple of resounding victories, obviously. Uh, Football front and center here tomorrow night as the Cyclones head on the road to take on BYU in search of win number six and postseason eligibility. So Chris Williams coming up in hour number one. Hour number two, Bama Bob Trent and I will preview the slate. Not the entire slate, but some of the marquee games, uh, college football-wise, for this coming Week And then Tom Caker to 1230, maybe a couple of minutes before with Tom. Uh, we will take a look at uh, Rutgers in Iowa where the total remains at 28. And it seems like maybe we're not going to, there's not going to be that last minute surge. And getting that thing over 30 looks like it will stay in the 20s before we make our picks just before 1 o'clock and hand things over to Murph and Andy. For a Thursday night, there were certainly a lot of viewing options it was a busy night. Uh, it was a busy, busy night. Football, of course, the NFL, uh, two of the worst teams in the NFL colliding uh, on Amazon. We had the Caitlin Clark Show on ESPN2. Uh, Iowa State men opened up a can again. Man, I can't wait till this team plays somebody because <laughs> it certainly looks as though they could be really, really good. Mm-hmm. So those were some of the highlights
2: from that last night. How much of your Bears did you watch? Um None. None. I didn't watch a snap. You didn't watch a single play? Did not watch a play. I was locked into Iowa Virginia Tech. Yeah. The streaming option then that I had was the Iowa State men's game. Yep. I was more interested in that. After I got the kids down, got everything recapped. That was a 55 point win and it kept your interest? Well, it was just on. <laughs> okay. Putting the kids to bed, getting showers, doing uh-huh. all that. Uh, I was solo dad for a while last night, so a lot of running around trying to do that. Yeah, and then after Tara, the peace. Yes, after Tara got home and I put the kids to bed and we're all good there. Uh, then I had to come back in here to work. So yeah, last the- night you were back here. Yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. you got a busy night ahead of you tonight.
2: I do. Yeah. There's a, a lot of Let's things. Let's save some time in this hour to, to talk about those. I'm two looking games. forward to both of these games. They're going to be fun. Be. Yeah. Two games that. Really good ge- good games, the first two teams uh-huh. these times. Uh, they faced off. Ankeny-Ankeny Centennial was an all-timer. Mm-hmm. And Valley hung around with Southeast Polk, and they certainly were not playing at the level they are right now. So, yeah, we'll get into those games a little bit later. So, for the first time in, I don't know, since 1985,
1: you I didn't watch the snap
2: squad. of the Chicago Bears, well, and I don't th- feel like I missed anything.
1: Well, no, you didn't. You, the only thing you missed was um, the undrafted, quarterback on the roster in August, outplaying the number one overall pick in the draft. <laughs> and if you're a Carolina Panther and you have Bryce Young, best of luck to you because he's awful, awful, terrible. See, Shadows, this is a different quarterback than, than in Alabama, and I get it's a different league and mm. it's a step up and blah, blah, blah. But if you're a Panther fan, you are A, screaming and yelling um, that you didn't take CJ Stroud when you could have, but B, knowing that... I mean, I'm in a spot that I went to bed last night grateful that Russell Wilson's the quarterback of the Broncos. In some way, they didn't fall into Bryce Young because he's terrible. Enough about the game. Let's talk about the two basketball <laughs> games from last night. Ladies first. Um,
2: look, at I didn't think she shot the ball particularly well, Trent. No. She had she, 44. Yeah. It was as ho-hum of a 44-point performance as you can have. She was one for nine from three before she got going. She didn't play her best offensive game, shooting the basketball. We
1: haven't said her name.
2: (laughs) It's Caitlin Clark. It's Caitlin Clark. But guessing everybody knows,
1: (laughs) right? Right. right.
2: She didn't do this. She, but yeah, didn't take a whole lot to connect those dots in a game where Iowa played poorly for long stretches. Against the team. We'll see if Virginia Tech how good they are. I think they're talented. Yeah, that Amor can play. She is a stud, uh-huh, isn't she? Uh-huh. And Kitley is going to be a monster at yeah, times. Yeah. But I thought Iowa did a good job defensively mm-hmm. against her. Mm-hmm. Stolky is going to have to learn now. Can't get in foul trouble. Absolutely. It's not last year. No. Nope. Where you're a bench nope. piece, right? Yep. Where you're going to play it's 15, you. 18 minutes a game. They need her for 30 minutes. Yes, they do. She is so fast. Mm-hmm. So athletic. Coupled with the ability to catch the basketball and go up with it. They got a couple of good reserve posts, I think, in Goodman, and we'll see about the O'Grady and Yeah, I saw injury. a lot
1: of Goodman. Goodman, yeah. Goodman was in over O'Grady, so there's something and there. And did you, you see think?
2: what I said yesterday? She's much like Sonato. just When she gets it, she just goes up yeah, with it. And that's yeah, not—O'Grady's yeah. not quite there yet. And that's, I think, why Goodman started in the first game. But even the decision, you're taking on a six foot six All-American. Mm, they went small. And we're going to go small. Uh-huh. That coaching staff, Lisa Bluter, is an excellent coach. She is. She have heard, too. Yes, absolutely. The game plans that she comes up with, you go back to the South Carolina game last year, I mean, she coached circles around Don Sid daily. It's not even mm-hmm. close. she That was an A-plus versus an F when you're grading that yeah. one in coaching. That's what Lisa Bluder can do. And to do that in your biggest non-conference game that you have, they don't play another ranked team during the non-conference. And to do that, come out there, we're going to go this direction and find a way. Oof. And I'll tell you what, in fact, we were talking to Scott Knock, big Iowa State guy, Yesterday, about Kylie Fierbach. If she's healthy... Trent, right. they've got something there. She is a so huge what's, difference So what,
1: what's her story? I mean, she's, what, a junior, right? Junior? Junior. <sighs>
2: well, is there a COVID year in there? And she's has got the two been medical... Been for red. a while. Yes. Started at Iowa State, went to Iowa, has had two ACL injuries, I believe. Is that right, huh? And that's... I mean, it's surprising seeing her out there playing without a knee brace, mm-hmm. but... She is talented. And breaking ankles. Absolutely. Step back Uh three-pointers. Ability to put it on the tin. She's athletic. She Mm -hmm. can guard. She is something that they certainly didn't have a year ago, a perimeter defender like her, to go along with Gabby Marshall. That is really good. And that is something that... Yeah, Gabby Marshall missed every one of the shots she took last night. And she had a stretch like that a year ago Uh where it went really in the tank. And she pulled herself out of it by March, and that was important. But when she goes through these slumps, well, she's just going to keep fired. And that's another thing with Bluter teams. Yeah. Keep firing. Uh-huh. It is you have the green light. If you're open, shoot it, yeah. and she'll be fine. But also, what she was doing on the other end of the floor defensively, trying to do anything against Amor, that's a yeah. tough, tough assignment. No, she's really good. I had no idea. Uh, Iowa State's got a player like that too. That's really struggling.
1: Uh, Curtis Jones can't make this, yeah. hit the broadside of a barn right now. Now defensively, he's good. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we'll get to we'll get to him in a second. So yeah, Caitlin Clark. It wasn't her best shooting game, and she finishes with 44. And the praise that's being heaped on her by the opposing coach, by mm-hmm. the players, it's of the of Virginia Tech, it's just remarkable uh, what she's able to do. Where's the price of admission? And you can't find a ticket in Iowa City. And
2: you can't find one coming up Sunday in Cedar Falls. Sold out at the McLeod Center. Yeah,
1: not surprised. Yeah,
2: all season long, we know mm-hmm. about that. Here in Des Moines, sold out for the game that they're going to play against like Cleveland instantly. State. Yes, it just wherever she goes. And you know, there was an article talking about the uptick last year in ticket sales. What's it going to be like this mm. year? Uh, of the 16,000 people that were in tennis last night, Virginia Tech drivable. Sure. But not exactly close. I'm sure they have a ton of alums in Charlotte. But the amount of Hawkeye fans shocked me last night. Talked to a buddy that was at the game, said it was you know, 75, 25, maybe 80, 20. Mm-hmm. But even that, you're still talking about what? 4,000 fans? Maybe eight, five. 8 o'clock on a Thursday night in Charlotte. Uh, in, in Charlotte.
1: Yeah.
2: She's the Pied Piper yeah. of women's There's basketball. No question.
1: I've never seen anything like it in any sport. I truly have not um, It's just re- remarkable to watch, and it's she's appointment TV. And certainly last night with the forty-four that she poured, poured in. Uh, meanwhile, on ESPN Plus, uh, Iowa State the men uh, were just absolutely <sighs> take just take they just clobbered. I don't know what to say. They beat them by fifty-five. I mean, this game was what was it fourteen to zip at yep. one point, something like that. Um, and then uh, Lindenwood, I think the closest they got was a twenty to ten or twenty to seven, and then boom, uh, they opened up a big lead, twenty something point lead going into uh, going into halftime, and came out and just kept the pedal to the metal. Robert Jones was terrific.
2: I want this team to play somebody, damn it, <laughs> because I think they're really really good. I'm uh, looking through here the box score at Ken Pomeroy, and they have win probability throughout the whole course of the game. Uh, the lowest moment of the game for Iowa State win probability was at ninety nine point four percent. Jesus, <laughs> that's what it was. Four uh, nothing at that time. It was four 0 yeah, at yeah. that point, there, a twenty to two run, a twenty seven to three run. <laughs> then after that twenty seven to three run, a thirty to four run. Mm. We talked about Green Bay stinks.
1: Yeah, Green Bay beat that team by double digits. Yeah, this is a bad. This is a bad basketball team. You know the big, maybe the biggest talk or takeaway from last night, Taman. Freaking Lipsy! Mm-hmm. Wow, the the progression from last year to this year, and the amount of time that this guy spent in the off season working on his game, trying to find his shot, and if he has, I mean, there was there were some people that follow this sport very closely, um, logging on to X last night and singing his praises and trying to you know warn everybody what Iowa State's got in tame and Lipsey. I mean, boy, oh boy, what a player he's become. Ancilovic is unbelievable. Uh, Gilbert didn't take a ton of shots last night, but he's a really nice addition to this team. TJ's got a squad, Trent. TJ has got a squad. And, you know, we just saw the two guys that he signed, both highly ranked guys that next year's
2: uh, class. But play somebody. Let's just uh, measure yourselves. Yeah. And, you know, this is, when the schedule came out this summer, we did mention the same thing. 'Cause we both thought the Cyber State team was gonna be pretty good. And yes, they play in the executive tournament and they'll mm-hmm. get some games there, but just overall there were there were a lot of dregs. There were yeah. and not just taking on everybody plays by games. I I used to have a problem with that in the old RPI system. I don't anymore because. You know, which you know what the, what the Hawkeye
1: women got for that game last
2: night? One hundred and fifty
1: grand. Yeah, plus fifty thousand to travel. Wow.
2: Yeah, that's a pretty good
1: paycheck. I'll, I'll say, and and ESPN two exposure. Yeah, that that was big uh-huh. on top of it.
2: We'll see when they make their way down next week or a couple weeks here uh, Thanksgiving when they make their way down to Florida. They open up against VCU and then they'll either get Tech or Boise State uh, in that one and a real good chance I think to come out of their side of the bracket, but. Who's on the other it? side? Oh, I'd have to look. Okay. I, I forgot. It. Don't have it in front of me here. But they, uh, you know, the DePaul game, the Big East, Big Twelve matchup. It's DePaul. Yeah, you drew. You drew DePaul. Iowa, you get him at home. Mm-hmm. What do you think the spread would be on that? Can I tell you after they play Creighton nope. Tuesday? Nope. I have to tell you right. You gotta now. You got to tell me right now. Um, I don't know. I'm better at football than basketball. Double digits? <laughs> it's not. It's not. Huh. Ken Palm has it. Iowa State by six. Huh. I would lay it. Yeah, I would too. <laughs> I would lay it. I would too. Need to see a little more also mm-hmm. out of this Iowa State. Look,
1: team. and we both said that we um more impressed maybe than we originally thought on the Hawks. Yes, yeah, I think that's very The men very we're talking fair. about. Yep, yep. Um, and thought Iowa State would, you know, if they were close to what we thought they were going to be, that they would blow the Mountain Seahawks. still think they'll win, mm-hmm. but six,
2: really? Six. I'd lay that all day long. I'm, I'm right there with you. This Iowa State team... Has always had the defense mm-hmm. under odds. And they still do. And it's right there again. They're
1: diving for
2: loose balls mm-hmm. against Lindenwood in Game 2. Yes. Love to see it. Love to see it. The passion that you need. This team playing at a high level right away uh-huh. with a bunch of new parts out there. And you mentioned Lipsy. That is a huge True. piece. You have a point guard that you can trust and now has the ability knock mm-hmm. down another three-pointer, look good on the shot. When you have that, that is something that's going to be huge. Manchilovich is... Already becoming a star, you got Fran you know, equating him to Larry Bird. Not saying he's Larry Bird, but right. the shooting style looks Man. similar, the way he keeps it up high. This team, I, I was surprised that they didn't get the buzz that I thought they deserved coming into the year. But that's good. But they're already catching, yeah. and you're already hearing
1: people talk well, about Frishilla that. was just praising uh, the, the squad, a couple of Munchilovic and, uh, uh, and Lipsy last night. You know, I was asked this today, and I really don't know. Uh,
2: I didn't know how. Munchilovic got a chance to be a one and doneer. Oh, that's a really good one. Six eight shoots it at a high level. This guy was also a top 40 player. Mm-hmm. We're not talking about a guy that they found out the scrappy. This right. is a guy that had some big time offers himself. We'll say it right now Who would you think would be more willing to be one and done on that squad? Yeah, uh, from what we've seen, well, between so far, him and Blue,
1: yeah, no, it's, it's close. not even close, it's it's right? Not.
2: Yeah, and the athleticism, well, well uh-huh. we know all the things, but.
1: Yeah. I, and that's I, not a knock on blue because I think he's going to have a really nice career. I think he's going to have a nice year before it's all said and mm-hmm. done. Light's got to come on. Yep. Um, and I believe it will because he wants it to. He, yes. he does, he mm-hmm. truly does. Um, according to TJ. So anyways, let's get Jeff in here. Uh, we will, it's 11-15. Yes, Jeff, we've got to take a break coming up here in a few minutes. We do have another opportunity. Hey, by the way! Yes, we had a winner! How about that? Not, la- not la-
2: just on KX. No, 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 no. For the first time ever! 11-1 to 1 is on the board, baby. <laughs> yes, congratulations to our winner from yesterday, listening up in Ankeny, Janice the winner of a thousand dollars. It to pays go, to listen Absolutely. to Miller and Condon, and congratulations to you. well done, Janice. Janice. What are your Ankeny brethren up there? Yeah, that's good. She's going to buy her. some Christmas presents. She it's, said. Yeah.
1: I, I heard the. I heard yeah. the soundbite. That's, that's great. great. Yeah, but um, maybe you could be next. Uh, so we've got another keyword coming up, and then throughout the afternoon, Murph and Andy, and the Drive with Heather and Sean. Hello, Jeff. Thanks for being patient. How are you? Doing well. So
3: let's go back to last night's game and. You know the, bear, the
1: bears, the bears, and the panthers. Mm, that was a good one. I, I,
3: I, I did did not watch that. Uh, like <laughs> friend I didn't watch a minute. Okay. Um, so let's go to the first half, boys, and you, I, the listeners, with the Iowa women, when they shoot the ball the way they shot the ball in the first half, you probably thought, well, they're probably down double digits mm-hmm. going into halftime. Yeah, going yep, into halftime, up. they were up one. Yep. Um, now another thing you would say. Is that, uh, how they doing the boards? Cause last year in big moments, they got smashed on the boards. They won the boards. Now they won by only one by one, but that doesn't matter. So and here's the third thing. How can they defend? We talked about the Iowa men. They can't defend Trent Condon. Um, last night, they're calling card. And if you listen to Caitlin, they're calling card with their defense. They've, they've bought into, I would say, you know, um, Jan Jensen has been a huge part. Their coaching mm-hmm. staff has been a huge part. When their offense wasn't rolling, when Caitlin wasn't really hitting shots, a lot of their, you know, you guys talked about to uh, Gabby. Gabby was playing her I almost said they she was playing her butt off yep, defense. Yep, yep. So I'll I'll give her with zero points because the way she was running around coming off screens, all of that was a huge part of what they did last night. The moral of the story is is that I don't think I know it's early, I don't think they have to score any points to win every to win most of their games. I think they can live with their defense. I have bought in and the Caitlin Clark, guys, we've taught, I've said this, you've said it. Everybody in Iowa and everyone else, watch, watch, enjoy what she's doing, enjoy what the Iowa women are doing. Mm-hmm. Um, it is so awesome to see this, just the growth of what she's done at Balling to her first year at Iowa and so forth, so forth. This team, and maybe I'm in the moment. But I, I I believe they can get to a Final Four. I can't wait to see what they do the rest of the season. And, boys, buckle up because it's going to be a fun year. Bye-bye.
1: Thank you, Jeff. Good to hear from you. Appreciate that. Uh, I'm not sure where the team's going. but It works for us if, indeed, they're able to go that far.
2: And maybe ascending to number 1. We'll see UConn's yeah. got a decent game over the weekend. but Yeah, with the uh, LSU loss, the mm, potential the doors is open there. Bit, absolutely. And, no. Is this sustainable? Once she's done. Right. So, they brought in a recruiting class yesterday, or two days ago, I guess mm-hmm. it was, of four top 100 players. Nobody, though, at an elite level, mm-hmm. you know, all in that, you know, 30 to 80 range, something like that. Well, they keep fans like me that just jumped uh, on rough. board. Probably not, right? right? We'll be honest. Caitlin Clark is just so fun to watch. It's incredible, Trent. It's right. It's, we love stories. You. I remember during the Gustafson year, you started to watch a little little bit at the end of the season. Yeah, a little bit, but not to the extent of, not like this. Right. And the casual fan, Mm -hmm. even the casual Hawkeye fan, maybe when March comes around, they're in the Big Mm -hmm. Ten tournament. But at this level, sustainability is difficult. Yeah. And you have a transcendent player. Mm
1: -hmm. Now, to be fair, and I've equated her in a lot of ways to what Tiger Woods did for golf. Mm -hmm. And... I remember the talker when he when he was in his heyday.
2: He's not gonna be around forever. Right.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well people still tune in on the weekends to watch golf and they grew it to it they brought more fans in, so maybe they lost some fans, mm-hmm. but it's still a pretty significant audience. And I'm not saying that the audiences are similar, although she does draw. It's it'll that that's the that's the clip and save when it comes to her, I right. think, is when she's gone, what does this mean for women's basketball? Definitely helping. Mm-hmm. And well, you're... look at the little girls
2: oh. that, the, in the building. Did you see that video of her I'm signing the, next. the autographs? Yes, yeah. I see it every week. She does the same thing until she's, come on, the bus is leaving. And there was, there's this one girl and she's standing there and she turned around and the look she gave her mom, yeah. it was, it, it was incredible. It mm-hmm. really was. And that's, yeah. That's something different than just being a basketball player. I'm the next Caitlin Clark. Yeah. You know, somebody had to sign up. Remarkable! Uh, it truly,
1: truly is. We'll take a time out. Before we do that, though, how about another opportunity to claim some NIL money? You can head to KXNO.com, as Janice did yesterday from Ankeny, and she was a $1,000 winner. This keyword is check. Check at KXNO.com. Check at KXNO.com. Your chance to win $1,000. It's 1120. Chris Williams joins Trent and I next. Bama, Bob, Tom Caker, and our picks in our number two. It's Miller and Condon. We're on Des Moines Sports Station 106.3. Big offer.com for details. Get in on the action
0: with the world's largest sportsbook right at your fingertips Circa Sports Iowa is where the pros play enjoy the highest limits lowest takeouts and competitive betting menus download fund and bet from anywhere in Iowa Circa Sports Iowa sports betting the way it should be download your new bookie today visit CircaSports.com must be over 21 and present in Iowa to bet have a gambling problem call one 800 for details I can't see you in my arms anymore. And I can't see me without you. Is it day? Is it night? Am I losing? You're letting this go a
2: little longer than I thought you were. I have no idea what we're listening to. It's old country. It's old country. Yeah. We've been getting Chris during football season without a break. So we haven't been able to go with the blast to the past, the old country that he loves. Let's get him in here, Chris Williams. Do you know this one, Chris
1: Williams? God, this is that's even too old for me. <laughs> yeah. Conway Twitty. Conway oh, Twitty. Yeah. The late, great Conway. I don't know if he's dead or not. He I, think, seems I like think he, he be. is. <laughs>
0: he's <Indeed. laughs> he's got to be dead. <laughs> he's got to be dead.
1: Oh, man. Well, uh, Segway, seems like the Cyclones' uh, bull hopes are dead if they don't win this week, Chris. Yeah. Um, <laughs> And look at BYU beat Kansas. They've beat Texas Tech. It's not like they're winless in conference, oh. but boy, this sure God, feels like it's a must-win game, doesn't it? God,
0: BYU has only lost three home night games dating back to like nineteen ninety-five.
1: Are you kidding me? Wow!
0: It, so, like, I mean, now granted, like they're in usually in lesser leagues, and right? They've had better teams, and but like, it's still a really freaking hard place to go and play. <laughs>
1: That's you know, incredible. Like,
0: yeah, and like, look at their stats at home compared to on the road. There's and I'll
1: tell you lot. what, they lost I to Kansas. The I, I misspoke. This,
0: I hate the fact that this young JUCO kid's playing. Yeah, Ratsliff. that's a terrible sign yeah. for Iowa State. Yeah,
1: Horrible. backup quarterbacks, right? Hasn't gone no. well.
0: No, and I, I'd rather play Keaton Slovis. He's this journeyman. You know, you know exactly what mm-hmm. you're getting. You've got a million hours of tape on this guy. Mm -hmm. He doesn't have USC wide receivers anymore. Like, I'd much rather play that. Now you get this Gunslinger Juco kid, are you kidding me? This is a terrible setup for Iowa State.
1: Well, we'll see uh, because um, it sounds as though, correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, Cooper, listening to Campbell and listening to him last week before the Kansas game, I thought there's no way he's going to play, and he didn't this week. Trying to, you know, understand what he's really saying when he's answering the questions. I get the sense, Chris, that Jeremiah Cooper is going to play. Do you get that sense?
0: I agree with you. Going off of what Matt said, I do know that it was a hamstring. So,
1: Mm -hmm.
0: you know, like those things linger, even if he plays. But man, they need him. And I'll tell you what, this BYU team. They are going to throw it forty to fifty times tomorrow night. I, I, I truly believe that. They're, I don't think they can run on Iowa State, uh-uh. and that. So when well, you know what happened last week, granted, I don't think this Kalani Sataki is Lance Leipold when it comes to drawn up plays. And <laughs> yeah. you know Kansas is really good. Like that. I mean, I, I I do think that it's possible that even guys like us who watch all these games as much as we do, that you still can underestimate Kansas because of the fact that they're Kansas, but they got really good players. I don't think that they're I I don't think they you know I don't think Kansas would beat Iowa State eight times if they played ten times, but I I think they're you know, I think they earned that win Mm -hmm. and Iowa State frankly was pretty fortunate that they missed those field goals and could be in contention at the end, if we're being honest. So give Kansas credit. This game on paper, Iowa State's better than BYU. There's no doubt in my mind, but where do Midwestern teams go to die? You head west. It's a nine fifteen local kickoff. Your clock's all screwed up. This is a terrifying spot.
2: Were you surprised that this week on the Tuesday press conference that Campbell just completely dismissed the late kickoff time?
0: Um, yeah, I mean, I, I would guess internally that they're probably doing stuff for it, but I don't know if anything Matt says in a press conference surprises me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm being honest. Right. Like I, I just you know what though? No, I, I I don't I'm not surprised because I I don't think that I truly think Matt believes that if we do what we do, we believe in our process that it's not gonna be that big of a deal. I do know this from talking with the man that Matt hates if they're on the road he wants to play at eleven o'clock and all coaches are like mm-hmm. that. hmm Because they don't like the guys sitting around the hotel for God knows how many hours. And this is going to feel like a late-night game, you know. Unless you go out there three days early, which they're not, you can't get your mind ready to kick off it. It's like when I started doing afternoon radio. Ken, you know this, Trent, you know this. Mm -hmm. When all of a sudden you have to be up at 4 o'clock and you have to have as much energy as you've ever had (laughs) during the day and you're not used to that, it's hard. Doing that at nine thirty at night is gonna be difficult. I don't care who you are.
1: Mm-hmm. It's
0: why so many of these teams lose when they go away.
1: Yeah, and you're right, Chris. It will be nine thirty. It says nine fifteen, yeah. but you know damn well the six o'clock yeah. kick's gonna go gonna go a little bit late and they're gonna you know, we'll start this game on ESPN news or whatever. I heard the coaches are flying back, not with the team, Chris, that they're jumping on a private plane and coming back because you know, if, if the team itself won't get back to Ames until, I don't know, 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock Sunday morning, and the coaches want to get a couple hours in the office prior to that, so they're coming home after the game without the team.
0: Yep, and a little inside, um, our buddies John Walters and Eric Heft are going to be on that plane so they can get back to call basketball. Ah, nice. Soon. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the only reason I know that is because I'm, I'm the beat team.
1: Yeah, right, 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 for
0: right. For some reason, the flight doesn't make it. I'm calling that game on, on Sunday. But yeah, they... You're right and it also shows you it's like it doesn't matter what time that game is the Texas game's not going to be a day late just because you play late like right. they're going to have to be in the office and they've got a very and I and I, I guarantee you the BYU game BYU game is already cut up the first half of tape before they even get on that plane so they can start doing their scouting on Texas and and all that it's very regimented and not surprised they're going to roll that way
2: one thing going through their statistical pro- profile, BYU, the offense isn't very good. The defense is average at best. You mentioned the big gap, though, between their home and road splits, and, and they are significant. Special teams, though, has been pretty good. It's kind of fun, though, for Iowa State that you're not, oh, boy, this team's pretty good at special teams. We're screwed. Not the case anymore. No, it's not.
0: Well, the, it, it, I mean, if you think about it, like, the special teams has been a huge asset. Mm-hmm. For Iowa, and it should have been last week, you know, with that, with that Noel thing like that. And I don't know if they win that game, but it sure as hell changes that I was in that stadium, and that place was dead. And then it just sucked the air out of them mm-hmm. after that bad call. So, yeah, uh, you're right. And then th- this kicker, I don't want to jinx him, but he's on the you know kicker of the year watch list or whatever it is. Is he final. really? Yeah, yeah, that came out yesterday, which is – Gosh, I, I have no idea. Like, find a way to keep him another year. Give him a COVID year or something, because that guy's been Contreras been Oh, really I Oh, so.
1: was State's kicker. You're talking. I thought you were talking about BYU's yeah, no. kicker. Okay.
0: No, Contreras. Contreras has
1: been phenomenal.
0: Yeah, and like when you when he goes out there, there's no doubt in my yes. mind. he's – As long as they get the snap and the hold down. Guys, if you go back, the one the, the kicks he missed earlier this year, mm-hmm. the snapper and the holder, he's yep. been phenomenal all season long.
1: When was the last time you were able to say that about an Iowa State kicker that you know you're not you don't have your hands covering your eyes because you know this mm. isn't going to work out well? And now, like well, you said, he, when he takes the field, you feel pretty. I Nevis mean, was good.
0: Nevis. yeah, I mean, but he was only there for. I mean, do you go back to Grant Mahoney? Maybe do you go. Um, I mean, a Sally was fine, but he couldn't kick really longer than like forty yards, mm-hmm. forty-five yards. He was what he was. But yeah, I mean, I'd probably go back to Grant Mahoney in the in the road there. Like it's just, it's just a position, and I don't know. Maybe, maybe Iowa State does it to themselves. Maybe it's like one of those self-fulfilling prophecies where the kicker trots out there and every fan cringes, and then <laughs> it, there's like you, <laughs> know, you know, this negative mojo that college into kickers. Clear. Yeah, it's, it's just hard, and I, I, I do think that I truly believe this—that it's so mental, and like that—that that kid Gilbert comes in last year. He's actually mm-hmm. a pretty good kicker, and he got so screwed up in that Kansas game. He's never been able to bounce back. From. Yep. I, you got this—you know, Contreras has sat on the bench for four years, just watching. He's mature. The situations aren't too big for him. Finding these older kickers—I'm I'm a pretty big fan of this strategy.
2: So I'm looking at Iowa State kicker stats since 2000. There are two players that have been better than 80% from field goal range in their Iowa State career. One, Andrew Mavis. The other, Chase Contreras. That's it. Wow. That's the list Mm. north of 80%. And there was a name I I knew everyone, at least in a fainting memory, except for one. This is one that maybe you guys can help me out with. 2004. Scott Crava? Don't remember him. 0 for oh, two Barbara. in field goals, yeah. two extra points he made. What
0: was Mahoney? My guy Mahoney.
2: Mahoney was 59%, 39 of 66. Oh. Yuck. Oh. How about Shaggy? Yeah. Uh, 69%, 38 of 55. See, but he
0: just Shaggy just gets remembered for the missed kicks against <laughs> yes. Kansas and, you know, yep, that poor yeah. guy cuz he was actually a pretty good kicker except when the lights were on and oh well, except the
1: Seahawks game yeah yeah
0: yeah yeah Jeez.
1: what was that 15 a, 13 or something yeah, it was, yeah. yeah and he scored that every...
0: was the Brett Meyer to Philip Bates do you remember oh, that oh i
1: game? do remember that play yes 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 i thought bates was going to be a quarterback you would to
0: be like all world in the Mac for Frank Solich mm-hmm.
2: in Ohio. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Unbelievable. You ready to talk basketball? I am. I'm just going sure. through this. Mike McKnight, Carl Gomez. Oh, man. Fun names. This is I fun think name.
1: we called Mike McKnight Mike McMystic. Because <laughs> I think that's what, uh, I, that's what I hung on. Because uh-huh. this is early in my sports talk career, right? right? His career? Yeah. Like 2000. Uh huh. Yeah. Mike McMisted. He was awful. Ooh. And there's been a whole bunch of
0: They've <laughs> had, hey. We can say this: They've had a lot of good punters at Iowa State over the years, except
1: for the right. Aussie. They, they found the one Aussie oh, that couldn't God. punt a couple of years ago. Oh my! God. <laughs> anyway, and
0: they shanked it in that Seahawks game at <laughs> yeah. Phoenix Stadium. Oh, that was a... it was like an eleven yard punt. Yes, he had Torrey Taylor kicking it like
1: eighty the other way. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, that was that was. So they won by fifty-five. TJ's team did last <laughs> night, Chris. I mean, good God, this team. I hate to get too excited about you know what potentially this could end up like. Because I love stories, and I think we're going to be watching a pretty good one unfold in front of our very eyes. But they've beaten nobody, but it's the way that they're doing it, and the effort that they're putting into. I mean, we got guys diving on the floor, Chris, and they won by fifty-five against Lindenwood.
0: Yeah, I, I think they're a pretty special group guys, I, and I, I, I put out a long tweet about this last night. But here's the situation: like when when you play teams like this. And this bodes well for Iowa too, what they did the other night. But when you play teams like this, it really doesn't give you any indication as to how you're gonna be in March. But I will tell you this. It can tell you if struggles are on the way.
1: Do you remember? Yes, I agree.
0: You know, TJ's first team was that sweet sixteen one. And do you remember the game? It was on a Sunday afternoon. I'm not kidding you, and I'm as locked into Iowa State basketball as anybody. Okay? Especially in the Otzelberger era. I couldn't go to that game because my wife had something come up with work, and I was rocking my kid, watching it on my phone, and I fell asleep watching it. Jeez. For me to fall asleep during the night, they won 47 to like 45
2: <laughs> against Jackson State. Do yes. remember that? Yeah, I do. That was, that's what they were undefeated too early on, it's right? It, it was a 15 0? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. But my point is like in these games, it's kind of like going to the Capital City League back in the day. It's like, yeah. okay, if this guy scores. 45 points does that mean he's going to be all big 12 no (laughs) but if a guy's out there scoring eight in the capital city league that's generally a problem and the fact that they're killing these teams unlike they've they have not been able to do this the last couple years it did not matter the opponent they couldn't score 100 points they physically couldn't put the ball in the Mm. basket and they're doing it with relative ease right now it's a really good sign. and my guy mom i tried telling you guys early in the offseason like it if there's a pro prospect on the team, it's that guy, yeah. and I think he's shown it the first couple of days.
1: I was asked this morning: Is there any way that he's a one and doneer? Your thoughts?
0: Well, I mean, after seeing him, I think there's definitely a way. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, look at him. Mm. He's how tall is he? And Six he's eight three. And, yeah, you know, he's posting up now, and like, I mean, he's God, like. Pram Fraschilla comparing him to Dirk Nowitzki on <laughs> Twitter last night. Like, yeah, I, I think it's certainly possible. I wouldn't completely go all in on that opinion. Mm-hmm. But I, I'd be shocked if he's there for more than two years. Yeah,
2: ago. I would, too. I would, too, the way that he's playing. Trending at a high direction. Uh, the one, I guess, concern right now is Curtis Jones just not shooting it very well. How much of a concern, if any, do you have about that?
0: Not much, and only because I've been told how streaky he is.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: He's... You know, Otz, in a podcast I did with him like a month ago, he kind of compared him to Tyrus McGee a little bit to me, where dude will come out and hit six in a row or he could miss six in a row. And, you know, I guess here's the good thing, and this is very basic commentary, but when I watch this team, especially the posts and now it's with these shooters, well, these last two years, it's like you're relying on like two guys. So – if Calcher's off, you're screwed, right? <laughs> yeah, if, yeah. if Grill is one for six, you're screwed. If Brockington is off, you're screwed. Well, now there's just depth, right? So it's like if Jones isn't shooting well, okay, well, hopefully the other three guys can make some shots. And I, I love it in the post, too. It's like, oh, well, we can't have Robert Jones play 30 minutes and, you know, not do it. Well, okay, well, there's there's other guys to replace him with, right? And they, they just haven't had that depth in the past. And we'll, we'll see. I mean, Again, it we don't know anything about this team really yet. I did like the fact that that Lindenwood team went on a little run
2: mm-hmm.
0: in the first half yesterday. Yeah, and I think Iowa State outscored them fifty-two to nine after that Jesus. run, which was great to see.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was good to see Robert Jones get into the free throw line and uh, what was he four for four?
0: Because yeah,
1: that's not his Lizzie? game. What about, what about him? Uh, yeah, it's unbelievable. It really what what a difference, right?
0: He looks like a totally different player. He really does. I mean, he he was pretty good last year, but you when he took a shot, you were terrified. Yeah. And now, like, it's, it's just the look. I mean, and, and I'm no basketball guru, but when I watch it, he just looks more confident,
2: mm-hmm.
0: pulling up more confidently. Hey, and what's... DJ said, like, the, the second that season ended last year, that kid was in the gym going it. crazy with the jump shot. And J.R. Blount, the, you know, really former Drake assistant came with, uh, from Nico over in Colorado State. Really, really good. Done done a ton of great work with him. He deserves a lot of credit, too. Hmm.
1: What's Emily Ryan's status?
0: I don't know. Uh, it's a medical situation that's, you know, outside of basketball. She, I heard she played in one of their scrimmages, so it's not that's like good. she is physically unable. I, I hope she can get out there. And, and at the very least, if she can't, like, just give her – get her the, a redshirt year, get right, come back. Because she is – she's one of the most amazing people I've ever come across at Iowa state. My daughter's in love with her uh, for some (laughs) cool stuff that Emily did for my daughter at a camp. And like, I just, I, 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 she deserves to to go out like playing really. And she, you know, at one point was a WNBA prospect, not that long ago. So I, I don't know what her status is, but it's good to see her walking around, you know, at games. It's not like she's completely hidden and, Hoping for nothing but the best. That'll be a fun team. I don't know how many games they're going to win, but watching those five freshmen out there, they're, they're yeah. a heck of a lot of fun. Yep. That'll be a really good game on Sunday, them and Drake at the Knapp Center.
1: Uh, last thing, your best bet of the week is?
0: Oh, <sighs> Iowa under? <laughs>
1: <laughs> um,
0: here's where I would go. I like the Iowa State over. I think this line is completely off. 40-and-a-half for Iowa State BYU. Yeah, what am I missing, guys?
1: Uh, seems like, yeah, I don't know.
0: It's, it's, I, I think that should be in the mid-40s, mm-hmm, lower 50s. Mm-hmm. And then the other one that just smells to high heaven to me
1: is Oklahoma State, Florida. Yes. Yeah. Yeah.
0: That one is, they're begging you to play Oklahoma State. And mm-hmm. that, that thing dropped down now, what is it, two and a half? Yeah, two? it's two
1: and a half, yeah.
0: That, that, to me, like, listen, if if Central Florida wins that game at Oklahoma, they're one play away from doing it, Right. Think of how like differently we feel about this game, and the only th- thing with that game is can can Central Florida stop this running back? Right, like this, nobody can stop this Oklahoma State running back. But still, there that, that game stinks to high heaven. So I would totally jump on Central Florida there. I also am a little bit tempted with Texas Tech at Kansas. Just feels like texas tech is just talented enough to make
1: that yeah what do they grab a field goal three and a half something like that three and,
0: three and a half now yeah. yeah so that's interesting to me i didn't put it on my picks but the, the iowa state over like i to me I, I don't know like i byu's defense stinks you know can't stop I, it, the run
1: save their lives yeah yeah
0: yeah. so I, to me 40 and a half like god and, I, and it frankly, I don't know if Iowa State can stop their passing game if they
1: mm. get it rolling. We shall see. Chris Rotter, Times Iowa Everywhere, CycloneFanatic.com. Thanks for doing this, Chris. Talk to you in a week. Appreciate it. Appreciate you guys. Yep. Take care. Good to talk to you. Chris Williams, as we check in on Iowa State. Take a time out. Come back. Finish up the hour. Miller and in Des Moines Sports Station. 106.3. Additional, additional, additional terms apply.
2: Joined by Dr. Kelly Jansma from Elite Eye Care with locations in Waukee, Tewin, Ankeny, and Norwalk. Dr. Jansma, you do so much more than just new glasses and contacts. We all also provide medical eye care for things like dry eyes, eye allergies, glaucoma, diabetic eye care, and especially urgent things. We want to encourage you to call our office when you have an eye emergency instead of going to urgent care where they might not be properly equipped to diagnose and manage an eye condition. That's Elite Eye Care. Online. EyeDoctor Des Moines. Us.com.
1: Now back to Miller & Condon on 106.3 JXNO.com. Here's
0: Ken and Trent.
1: Hi, Millery Condon. Welcome back. Iowa Wolves open tonight. Tomorrow, Luca Garza bobblehead night tonight. Down at the well, first 2,000 fans get a Luca Garza bobblehead uh, tip tomorrow as well. But bobblehead night is tonight. Trent, you can't be there for that. You're going to be working at the dome. Mm-hmm. Boy, oh boy, have you got a couple of dingers? Um, uh, look at the f- folks in Western Iowa, Eastern Iowa, you don't get to play tonight. <laughs> right. It's four teams from the CIML, uh, Valley versus S-E-P, ankh v. Anc. Uh, this uh, in both of them, right? Should be got a chance to be really good. Ninety six point seven. The bull has them. Ninety six point nine. Ninety six point nine. The bull has <laughs> yes. both of them. You'll be on the call. What do you anticipate? I mean, you can't. Ankeny, Ankeny can't come close to what it did in week
2: one. No, thirty nine, thirty eight overtime thriller. It was one of the most incredible games that I have ever had a chance to broadcast. Luke Anderson, the Ankeny quarterback, grew up in front of your eyes the way that he played. Trenton Smith made a bunch of big plays in the game. Elijah Porter, the running back for Centennial. I mean, it was just big play after big play up and down the field. Centennial raced out. Ankeny came flying back. It it was an epic one. If we get anything close, Hmm. we're going to be in really good shape. That's the late game tonight. That's the 7 o'clock kickoff for that one. And there's no TV for these games. Correct. There will be TV next week for the championship. 17 locally has those. But, yeah, for the semifinals, it is online only and not for free anymore. That's brutal. Now you have to pay the nine ninety nine. Who owns the rights? It is the High School Sports Network, an entity out of southern Iowa. Bought so
1: we the don't – from Krogman? Yes. Yep. Got, him, got it from him. All yep. right. Well, they're making money. We'll That's see how many the, people – They're trying. Belly up or pony up, mm-hmm. I guess, uh, to, to pay it. Uh, but It's the, free the, on the radio. I was about to say the broadcast is free. All right. Southeast Polk – uh versus Valley. Valley was kinda are they gonna get in the playoffs mm-hmm. or not going into the last week, right?
2: And they found a way as they're running a big win streak now as they have uh, ripped off, let's see, what is it now, five consecutive victories, beat Ankeny in that stretch, twenty-four-twenty-three, that solidified, went on the road to P V one, went on the road and eventually one of their loss to Waukee. And the game won between these two teams earlier this year, it was 24-18. Now it was a fourth-quarter touchdown to Valley to get them within a score, but they got the ball back a couple of times, and it was with a different quarterback. What they're seeing now with this young sophomore in Drake Degroot, he is a really talented guy. He is a guy that can make some plays up the field, and that's that's what they're going to have to do. if They're going to hang around with S.E.P. They're going to have to make some plays. The defense did a really good job last time out against C.J. Phillip in that ground game for the Rams. I think we've got a chance for two really, really good games here this afternoon and into the evening.
1: Well, selfishly, I would love to see Swenson and Pizzetti one more time. Oh, how
2: wonderful would it is. It
1: really be? would be, right? I'm not sure we're going to see it. Well, it's why they're going to play the games, and you can listen to both of them on 96.9 The Bull, and it's free, 4 o'clock for SCP Valley. Uh, the Jags versus the Hawks at 7, 7.15, 7.30. We'll
2: see. we got early games going on right now. so Pushing everything back. It Have could. a wonderful time, Trent. Uh, I will. I love this time. I know you do.
1: Uh, Bama Bob, Trent, and I will start the hour with college football conversation. Tom Kakerd on the Hawks, 106.3 KXN.